Jeffrey Dahmer soaked in blood. The Unabomber blowing up. Waco, Texas, and Heaven's Gate. Alien modified men from apes. Hitler faked his death and then escaped. Bigfoot and the Mothman. Son of Sam talking to dogs again. Witches, ghosts, and goblins. Mysterious noise and hot things. Dark guards and the skull and bones. Most celebrities are probably cloned. So when you're feeling all alone, grab a beer and get stoned. I welcome you to the podcast, Strange Brew. We're here to entertain you. We're here to entertain you. It's about to get strange. Let's travel back in time to a place where they played harps and and flutes and <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I'm uh, Tomcat, aka Tom Thompson, the Raptilian, or whatever you want to call me. And this is Strange Root Podcast. And who do I have back in in the building, so to speak? HP Shovecraft, also known as the Deep One, also known as the Cannibalistic Humanoid Underground Dweller, Chud for short. <laughs> Chud, is that a movie? Hell yeah, it's a movie. It's actually a series of movies. I think there are like three. I've never, One and two are I've good. I've never seen Chud. I should watch it, I guess. It's fun. It's kind of what like a weird Home Alone on? reunion. Oh, I got these, dude. So uh, the beer shop by me has these raspberry dry hop sours, and it's eight ninety nine for a oh, four-pack, but they're buy good. one, get one free. So they're a dollar a beer. They're fucking delicious. They look good. I'm drinking Miller Lite still because I'm trying to get rid of these from when I went away at the cottage. But I also have um, a Willy Bald. Master Bruce is what it's called. And it's a, a brewery right next door to us. Essentially, it's only 15 minutes away. And uh, this one's like 8%. So hopefully I don't get too fucked up because we're nice. uh, the ETA of when we're recording. Is that estimated time of arrival? I guess so. Mm-hmm. That's estimated time of arrival. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's what we could say. Uh, it is 1.18 p.m. So on a Monday. It's a fucking holiday. Who gives a shit? <laughs> so... <laughs> We talked about Lemuria. It's weird. It's confusing. This is where the roots of all of this fantasy lore, I would say, to an extent it is, comes from. So many things have been expi- expired, um, uh, inspired <laughs> by Atlantis. Like, so much shit. Like, it, just it, reading through what I had, because I did write these out in Lemuria and this one, like, months ago, because my buddy kind of wanted to get into the lost civilizations, and then he's been busy with having a kid and stuff like that, so I was like, I think that would be a good topic for me and Anton to dig our teeth into. And it's like, it just makes you think of, like, Jason Momoa and fucking Aquaman, shit like that, because it's relevant, because it just came out, but how they're the Atlanteans, and they fight with weird little sticks with forks on the top of them. So no joke, I seriously debated on doing zero fucking research, going off the cuff, and just making, you know, an hour and a half of Aquaman jokes this entire episode. (laughs) (laughs) Just being like, that's great, but the Lost Continent was actually formed on Jason Momoa's fourth ab, (laughs) and then everything else is surrounded by waters and just rings, and you you go from one ab to the other, and there's like a trade route and shit. Or it's like that Family Guy one, where it's like the chick's getting uh, raped on the beach, and Aquaman's like, go get her fish, and they can't leave the water. A- and he's like, sorry, like, step a little closer to the water. I might be able to do something. Because <laughs> she's on the shore, and he's like, you can't get out of the water. Because he has no powers, really, outside of the water. But they, they made him Not a little true. more ha- hardcore. Okay, wh- what powers does he have 
when he's okay. So on he's the like land. super strong to begin with. He's super fast. He can uh, you know control water. He can talk to aquatic animals and shit like that. Like the whole like most of the Aquaman bullshit simply comes from that. Um, it wasn't Justice League. What the fuck was it? Super Friends? Yeah, called oh, Super yeah, Friends. Yeah, yeah. That show was super gay, but I liked it when I was a kid. Aquaman was basically his caricature from fucking South Park. Seaman. All right, Seaman. It's Seaman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and and I don't know. I never got into Aquaman comics. I was more like a daredevil, like daredevil and shit. Guy's a bl- uh, it's blind and his dad's a boxer. And then it's like, let's beat up this guy that calls himself Bullseye. It was Spider-Man and X-Men for me. And then, I did um, like X-Men too, actually. Yes, X-Men is one of my favorites. Because like I was true one hipster. B1. Yeah. Oh, dude, that would be Ding. dope. Who was your uh, Who was your dude? Who'd fucking you Wolverine. He's short and he's fat and he's a Canadian. I say you fucking Canadians. <laughs> Literally, it's like reminds you like Jane saw Bob. He's like like a fucking Wolverine style. Fing, fing. <laughs> schnick, Jay, schnick, schnick, schnick. <laughs> yeah, Jay would like freak out. I don't know. I was always like, especially like um, when I was reading as a kid. I didn't even realize he was Canadian until I started getting back into the comics back in the day. But uh, yeah, he's a short, little, hairy, strong Canadian. So I, I get yep. it. I get right it. Right up your alley. <laughs> uh, I always wanted to be uh, Gambit or Nightcrawler. Gambit because he was the easiest character to play when playing with friends. I'm like, I got a deck of cards. I'm fucking Gambit, bitch. That's true. I'm out of cards. I got pine cones, bitch. Boom. (laughs) No, Gambit was, I like Gambit's attitude. Um, Nightcrawler is just creepy, but I like how he's like a circus folk. Well, he's circus folk, and he like I love the contrast of Nightcrawler, where it's like he is this just outwardly demonic looking entity, but he's like deeply fucking religious, and he's also yeah. like the most gentle soul. Um, they also when uh, when Nightcrawler was created, Nightcrawler and Storm were created by the same dude. And when were he created they? Nightcrawler, he wanted yeah he wanted Storm to marry Nightcrawler because Storm is supposed to be the most beautiful of the X Men, yeah. and Nightcrawler is the ugliest. So he's like, there's the contrast. But then they made Storm go off and marry Black Panther. He can and fuck the dude ended up quit. Poof. And then he's like he inside. He quit over it. Oh my God. Poof. Poof. <laughs> no, man. He's like super Catholic. He's like borderline doing it with a hole in the sheet. But that oh, yeah, tail, yeah. the kink he could get into with that oh, tail. Yeah. He's like one of those guys like whips himself and like in fucking. Oh my God. Uh, he's a fla- self-flagellator. That'd be <laughs> hilarious. Um, Nightcrawler's got some weird fucking kinks, man. And that was our TED talk on comic books. <laughs> Thank you for uh, attending our TED Talk on comic book sex. <laughs> Atlantis, a lightly mythical <laughs> island uh, nation mentioned in Plato's uh, dialogues of Timesis and then uh, Critis, Critias, mm-hmm. uh, has been an object of fascination amongst Western philosophers and historians for nearly 2,400 years. Plato describes it as a powerful and advanced kingdom that sank in a night and a day. So it sank in essentially two days. A yeah, night and a day. Bes- a day. It is a technically a day. A night yeah, and it, a day? Yeah, I think it's uh, just either it either started at night and went through to the day or it's, you know, started in the day and went through the night. But I think it's just supposed to be one day from everything I was reading. Yeah. It was just Out besieged by earthquakes and floods and fires for a day and there was nothing left. How long did it take Rome to fall? Like a month or some shit? I mean, was Rome was in a decline for, you know, uh, what was it, like a century? Yeah. Like, because you have the you have the ascendancy and then you have the peak of civilization and then, and then you have the inevitable off. crash, which is what we in Western society are living Go, in right now. Yeah, we're literally going through that right now. Yeah. The upside right is, you know, just debauchery, hedonism and orgies if you're into that sort of shit. Yeah, I'm down. That's 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 the that's the good side of living in uh, the fall of a, of a massive civilization. I'm down. I got yeah, my ticket. Right. 
The ancient Greeks were divided as to whether Plato's story would be taken as history or like a mere metaphor. Since the 19th century, there have been renewed interest in linking Plato's Atlantis to like historical locations. Most commonly, the Greek island of Santonori. Uh, yeah, the, Santonori. That, and, uh, that's how I would pronounce it. <laughs> oh no! Leave it. Leave it. But yeah, Santor, Santorini. It's on. I have, all right. So I have two Santorini, sets of notes. Okay. <laughs> I have, I have handwritten notes and fucking digital ones that I wrote up. And I'm like, oh man, which one is it? Um, Santorini so they're, they're not really sounds thinking, like an uncut Italian guy. Oh my god! <laughs> is it just because it reminds you of Sargento cheese? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uncut cheesy, you know, cheesy. gross fucking schmegma. Schmegma. But schmegma. yeah, which was oh, so they were saying. Yeah. Santorini most likely isn't Atlantis because the uh, when that island was like fucked up by volcanic eruptions and shit, it doesn't really coincide with uh, when Plato said Atlantis was supposedly wiped out. Mm. Yeah, at least that's so the uh, the counterpoint too. argument. Like one, it's like oh this you know like you don't really know because how far that's why like his history is to me a lot of the shit that we're taught in schools is complete fabrications. We have no idea if that's actually the truth because how far along it goes. And this, this guy wrote this, but then this guy was a Freemason and he took a fucking eraser. One of those like big ones you get from the teacher in the class. It's one of those like the, the big mistake. And then yeah. they scratch out like half of history and be like, it was a white <laughs> man named Geraldo bold. And he took over. <laughs> you know? Sure. Seems like so they that, do that. That's how the Germans edit their history books. They're like, all right, 1935 to 1940. Yeah, yeah. Hey, look, nothing happened. Oh my god, what We're happened? Fine. The Holocaust. Oh, that didn't exist. What is Viva that? on vacation. <laughs> you invaded Poland. Punch and Piva served. Viva invited. <laughs> That's so it was supposed to be destroyed. Like we talked about Lemuria, which is like um, by a volcanic eruption around um, 600, 1600 BC. Uh, which is like, you know, even with the David Wilcock book that I've been reading for a long time, cause I, I'm, I keep going, I go back and forth on books the same way I do with video games. I have OCD in that weird fashion same. where I'm like, Oh, I'd rather get into this book. I'll finish that book. Then I'll go back to like David Wilcock's book is like uh, the, a lot of his shit is thick. It's like a big ass book and it goes into so many different directions. And he's talking about Atlantis and Lemuria and that every <clears throat> certain amount of years, a cataclysm has happens and it's like it's dead mm -hmm. to a T like and he tracked it and it's like crazy how often that this does happen every certain couple thousand years. I thought in the book it says it's like every two thousand one hundred like sixty five years something like that and then there's always something that is permanent in history that changes everything and it could be the corona right now as far as we know. It's certainly altered the course of history pretty fucking hardcore. Like, it's not like it's just the whole, you know, two weeks to flatten the curve bullshit that they fed us at the beginning, but... Which is sickening that the now what we're doing and what Australians do, uh, Australia's doing. Um, keep saying, I get off this, but it's so critical right now in this time, and we're, in, we're literally watching... We're at a cliff right now in history, like, literally, and it's fucked up. You know, all of, all of society is being rewritten, in a yeah. way. Um, you know, no matter weird. which side of the argument that you take, you can, it's kind of undeniable that change has occurred on a mass fucking scale. It's true. So Plato, through his character in uh, Critias, uh, Critias, in his dialogues, because he wrote these books and weird stories, essentially, if you know who Plato is, he's a philosopher. Miawano, we talk about the cave allegory. 
because it's so prevalent of these people convincing they see shadows on the wall, but when they leave the cave, the other ones that are still watching the shadows on the wall are not convinced by it. It's crazy. So it describes Atlantis as an island larger than Libya and Asia and kind of put together though, like located in Atlantic in the Atlantic. So it kind of connects just the same way Lemuria did. And just beyond the pillars of Hercules generally assumed to be the Strait of Gibraltar, which I've heard mm-hmm. that before. Uh, Gibraltar is like the, the rock in a hard place, the rock of Gibraltar yes. and um, the fucking, oh, I can't remember the sea monsters name. Uh, it was like one of the children of the gods. No, it wasn't Leviathan because uh, Leviathan is an Anglo-Saxon yes. um, Judeus or sorry, it's a Jewish uh, myth. Um, hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what the fuck. It was like uh, a child of the gods, and that was, I believe, in the Odyssey is what Homer got trapped between was the Rock oh, of Gibraltar, yeah. which was getting smashed up against the rocks because of the you know the Bering Strait and what or, I don't know if it's Bering Strait, but um, oh, I know and then other, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Because it's weird, it, it, its culture was advanced, like uh, the Atlanteans, and it had constitutional uh, suspicion similar to the outline of Plato's Republic. So mm-hmm. it's very familiar. That's why people don't know if it's a story or if it's legit facts that this place did exist. It was protected by the god Poseidon, who made his son Atlas king and namesake of the island and the ocean that surrounded it. So a set, well, see, yeah, yeah, you get into it. Uh, yeah, Poseidon. So, so Poseidon supposedly built the city for uh, a mortal woman that he fell in love with named Cleto, Cleto, yeah. or what have you. And then Atlas was one of their children. And then uh, Atlas is the one that's constantly depicted holding up the world yes. on his shoulders. Yep. Um, but yeah, so it also was like crazy because uh, they they had. Uh, Supposedly, Plato based it on the uh, the society of the Minoans, which has like tie-ins to Minotaurs, and uh, they found a labyrinth under the the one ruins in the city of Minoa and what have you. But that city was supposedly like a superpower nine thousand years before Plato is ever even fucking around. See, that's why or I don't really know, and we two. could be lied to constantly, and like who knows, right? But like maybe you know the world the world was probably connected at some point, but do we really know that? Is that just theory? I mean, like. It's theory, but I mean, if you look at the continents, that yeah, shit lines up pretty well. It could just be our brains matrixing patterns and being like, no, that definitely fits together. But I mean, it's it weird to think about the world really in, that, close. in that in that state um, altogether, because uh, I think to change the world sounds weird, but we all need to come together no matter where you're from. If you're fucking Jewish, Muslim, Christian, whatever, to actually change the world, the governments and the people in power will, will never do that. They like the divide and conquer and keep them busy with themselves so we can reap all the benefits of this world and society that we live in. But right. I think if we were technically, if we were all connected, all the continents were connected, we would probably band together more easily than we do now. Or would it just make us easier to control? Maybe, but what if the reptilians did this shit on purpose? They like struck it like they used a UFO and it's like pew, and then like split the continents, and then we divide and conquer. You're over here. You're Muslim. You believe in blowing yourselves up for virgins. Over here, you're Jewish. You believe in cutting people's cocks off. Over here, <laughs> you okay? Yeah, and then I'll dissect every religion. But you know what I mean? It is fucking weird when you think about it that way. That's just maybe well, that's a like the biblical. Thought, but- 
the biblical myth of the Tower of Babel is, you know, uh, all mankind was basically united in one, and they, they were building the Tower of Babylon basically just as a giant finger to God and being like, no, we're in charge here, Fuck bitch. You, God. And um, then, yeah, when God destroyed the Tower of Babel, um, that's when, allegedly, that's when humans began speaking different languages. Because he just blinded everybody and caused the mass confusion of it. And, I, and personally, I think that's just a uh, an oversimplified explanation of, you know, one of the biggest barriers we as humans have. <laughs> it is weird. That's weird. I never thought about it that way. Well, language. Um, yeah, how God Languages yeah, is, separate yeah. us through through different languages. Mm-hmm. Whatever God is. I think God might be a fucking reptile. It's like, divide over here so obviously and then like as like atlanteans grew powerful and their ethics kind of declined and it's very similar to what's happening right now the armies eventually conquered africa as far and they went far they they conquered africa and they conquered egypt and then europe before they were being driven back essentially they were conquering everything and they were this intelligent society, which I always heard that you always see those pictures. It's like loving and beautiful blue colors. And every p- painting or picture you see of Atlantis is like a beautiful technology. And it shows that they're like almost like their cities are made out of circles and all entwined together. And it looks like this, these structures that are impossible to fathom in today's mm-hmm. society, right? It's almost like Dubai kind of shit. If you go there, just more advanced and it seems more connected to the earth at the same time as using technology. That's what I mm-hmm. gather from Atlantis. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's supposedly like the, um, the capital was in the middle ring and then each ring went out and it was like, you could take boats to get to and from and what have you. Sounds fun. Um, and then you had the outer rings basically to protect the capital. So that way that's not sieged because yeah. obviously if your capital's fucked, you're fucked. <coughs> um, yeah, I mean, it was supposedly like, like I said, it was, it was supposedly based heavily on the Minoan society, which is this borderline matriarchal utopia. Yeah. Um, that also was like, because of their location, which I believe it was the Isle of Crete. Um, which is like the biggest island over near Greece. They were uh, protected because it was so isolated. Plus, you know, they were able to fend off everybody. Kind of um, similar to Japan in that regard, how Japan had never been invaded uh, before. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and this is like now they got bombs under there. According to uh, Benjamin Fulforb, I've told Juan that the story of how supposedly there was a, a treaty br- broken or something like that. So the United States plant planted bombs under japan this is during oh, the whole harp thing and how they realized that harp was controlling the weather and stuff like that and then i told juan that um supposedly japan retaliated by putting bombs under florida and that if they let the bombs off in japan guess who's going down first Juan? <laughs> that is a theory though by benjamin Fulfort, but he was on forbes magazine and they disappeared to japan said they have an illuminati style uh, assassin ring that has like six thousand assassins or some shit oh of course very weird fucking shit man that's hassan isabad yeah the, uh, the so, old order of assassins well and, 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 so you got like the atlanteans i guess going against the um athians uh, which I've never really heard, but I'm telling you, Athenians? Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. If, if they're from Athens, yeah, they're Athenians. Athenians. And this is part of it. So this is like, the, I, and I, um, the same way I kind of got some of my information from Bibliotheca Palladians on the last episode. This is kind of the same shit where it's like, you don't know if any of this is real or if it's some guy like scratching his belly button eating Cheetos being like, God, so Caesar 
created Jesus as a messiah. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Because you never fucking know. To appease the Jewish population and all, all <laughs> fucking flaming hot Cheetos. <laughs> yeah, I know, literally. Later, later, by a way of divide, uh, divine punishment, the island was beset by earthquakes and floods and sank into the muddy sea. But they have discovered a lot of weird shit underneath the like in the ocean in the bed of the ocean in some mm-hmm. weird places it's fucking it, like when you see those the the footage and maybe i'll post this on the hills hedge page and stuff like that just the what's thought to maybe be atlantis or something along the lines of kind of that structure it is trippy to see like there even there's like statues and shit of like poseidon like deep in the ocean it's fucking weird though even if you take a completely non-supernatural, non-legendary approach to things along, you know, this ideology, yeah, there has to be underwater civilizations. I mean, they're easily provable. Like you were saying the statues and what have you that are underwater. But it's like if you have island nations, of course, as the seas rise and they sink and as earthquakes and volcanoes and other tectonic activity occurs, shit's going to fucking fall into the sea. So yeah, there, ha- there yeah. has to be like it's it's well, I would say now, insanely how, yeah, improbable that has to happen. But also that, like who knows if there's aliens down there too. Well, that's the other thing too is Atlantis. Like a lot of people think that you know a lot of people think that Atlantis was possibly f- created by Martians, you know, or some other alien race that came down and was like like the Anunnaki story in Samaria and the things Asians? along those lines. Well, every re- every research that I've heard about Mars is that it was they're Asian. And that they were highly intelligent, and that they saw the meteorite coming before, 200 years before, and they built civilizations inside of the crust of Mars, and then okay. they all got eaten by reptilians. I've, I've dug deep into Mars, and it seems like, but that's why I've always said that all these different cultures are, I think, different DNA of aliens. Like how how there is black, whites, Hispanics, fucking Asians. I don't think it's a thing of like how did how did the first white person exist? And I don't they try to explain it scientifically, but it doesn't make sense in my head that how we have these DNAs that we can look different, but yet we're all from Africa in the beginning of this. Well, that's that theory is kind of going by the wayside now too because they're uh, as the Amazon's getting cleared and more and more shit's getting knocked down. They're finding like real old fucking civilizations in South America, and they're starting to kind of rethink the whole uh, fertile crescent cradle of civilization in yeah. Africa theory, where it's like maybe not, maybe life did spring in other spots, which would make sense, especially you know if, if it's Pangea, we could even like migrate say, through the the land bridge. And they just like left their little seeds everywhere. That's why I so think, like, you know what I mean? Were we, were we each created, uh, you know, for different specific purposes, like getting into like Blavatsky's root races of man, which is tipping very heavily into certain territory we shouldn't tread into, yeah, but yeah, know. yeah, no, no. Yeah. Like that's why I think that somehow either we came here on our own and weren't actually seated here. And somehow the, these different creatures were controlling it through some aspect right um or we kind of got planted here like the essential essentially the planet earth mother earth the the civilization here everyone is an experiment we were an experiment like in a petri dish to see what would happen if you put all these different races of beings together that are essentially all from different parts of the stars. Like he, white people are supposed to be from Lyra and then it goes deep with, you know, Asians being part of Mars and all these different colonies that expanded and came here to this solar mm-hmm. system. And maybe we were just an experiment 
uh, a, you know, who, who fucking knows? But, but also the whole Lyra thing is humans in general came from Lyra. So wherever okay. it spawns that different cultures are and not saying divide and conquer is stupid. We're all humans here in this vessel, but that I think right. that our DNA was manipulated somehow from different aliens. There were all sorts of different cultures and colors and fucking spectrums of the, the, the brain. I don't know. Spectrums of life. <laughs> You know, like the insectoids. There could be like some creatures out there that look like ants, and to us they would be completely disgusting. But to themselves and who they mate with, they're beautiful, right? Oh, I'm sure if we had like a you know four to four to six foot tall ant, and uh, it had the cognitive capacity to uh, you know understand and and reason the way that yeah, the girl like you guys are fucking hideous little peach meat sacks what the hell's wrong exactly with you? right we where's have a, your exoskeleton yeah exoskeleton we have a protective layer yeah like, stuff like that how do you That's not why just get destroyed immediately this is how my brain goes right when i'm stoned or, or when i'm like drinking or when I've, I've i've like i've been away at the cottage and i've been drinking and smoking up and and or my mom's house which is pretty much like on the lake and i was just thinking of all this crazy shit like who fucking knows who knows man it's fucking weird though when as the late great george carlin once said these are the thoughts that kept me out of the really good schools exactly <laughs> so yeah it was protected by Poseidon and then they want the Atlanteans were conquering and they were good at it they know how to conquer certain spaces and then obviously the Athenians uh, would lead this alliance against them so later mm-hmm. by way of divine punishment the islands would be hit by all the earthquakes and sunken but Atlantis is the embodiment of material wealth essentially technology that is advanced and a military power and the the powerful nation that has become corrupt by its wealth sophistication and might sounds a little familiar talking about the states in canada probably britain too it's fucked (laughs) i fucking love curb your enthusiasm so do i I, I, th- I think we were talking about that with Juan on the chat, and he didn't get it because he probably hasn't seen it. Kirby Enthusiasm <coughs> is fucking funny. It's uh, a pretty good show. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty What's good. his name? Da- um, Larry David. Larry David, yeah. That guy's fucking jokes. I uh, was talking with my dad about uh, Curb, and my phone auto-corrected, uh, you know, his manager, Jeff Garland? Yeah. It, it auto-corrected his name to Jeff Garlic. <laughs> So I was like, oh, this has to be a fucking meme now. So I, I made it. It's on my page. Garlic, that's hilarious. Yeah. Let's put his face in a ball of garlic. I'm like, Chuck See, it's funny because this does sound extremely familiar. Just the way that the nation got so powerful and became corrupt with the wealth and, and the sophistication and the might. And, you know, and it seems like you guys were like the United States is the powerhouse of the world, essentially. And the, and the might and the most f- freest country if that's a word um and all this stuff and now it just seems like you guys are drastically falling to an extent same as canada and we're being bought out by people like china and pharmaceutical companies and it's like right well like intellectuals have been saying as far as america is concerned uh especially like since the 60s and since we started doing all these fucking stupid ass pointless forever wars is uh you know i mean we're basically rome part two like all yeah, of the rest of the world is like, yeah, you're the superpower. And well, so here's my why theory on this Vietnam? shit. Like why the fuck did, why would you go into Vietnam? What was the purpose of that at all? Are there they some not mention that? game? Like what? I'm curious. Um, what do they tell you guys about that in school? Do they teach that at all in Canada? Like Vietnam? Fuck no, not really. Okay. They so barely then, teach. I, I've watched, I'm a big, 
big Ken Burns fan. Ken and, Burns is great. And I've watched all the Vietnam documentaries, Dennis. I think it's like 14 hours long. I've watched all that. I'm extremely interested by war and how this came to be and how people risked their lives to to go to a uh, uh, go inside of a war that was never warranted in the first place because they funded Hitler in my point of view and they gave him money and they didn't care about what he was doing until he started killing people. Sorry, uh, like the idea is a bit until he started killing people next door. Yeah. No one gives a shit if you kill your own people. Yeah, exactly. We let Stalin go, but you know, un untethered Pol Pot fucking a ton of people that were just like, Oh no, you're just kind of massacring your own people. So it's whatever. Yeah. The only reason we went and went after Saddam is because fucking, you know, junior had to finish the mission. Daddy started because the Saudis have been fucking paying them off for years. Yeah. And they, but, yeah, exactly. It is, it, well, that, I want to get into that. Me and Anton's for all the fans have been in talks to talk about bin Laden and stuff like that. I know that's going to be a good be fucking part bit. Of that, that's going to so. have to be a multiple series. I know. I mean, we'll get one on the last episode so he can scream about bin Laden. <laughs> oh, yeah, but to answer your question, okay, so what they, uh, the bullshit that they fed us when I was in school was that the reason America got into Vietnam is because of a theory that's known as the domino effect, which is if one country becomes communist, you know, the rest will fall to communism as yes. well. Um, so in that, in that Ken Burns and the, um, wasn't BBC, it was NPR, I think a series on Vietnam and, uh, there's interviews, like there's, there's audio recordings of Lyndon Johnson who became president after Kennedy, you know, was killed by uh, George, George Bush senior. Um, basically saying, yeah, we, uh, we're in, we're stuck. We don't, we don't know. Like, cause like most of Lyndon Johnson's advisors were like, LBJ no. was a piece of shit, man. He was. He was coming. So his wife scumbag. owned. And then they killed RFK the... because RFK was trying to spread the fucking truth. And I'm a, and I want to get into Kennedy eventually. Um, me and Juan talked about the Abraham assassination and stuff like that. And, and I want to get into Kennedy eventually, but I want to get into also Robert F. Kennedy. And if you haven't checked it out, I've shared this out before, but that there's a, the documentary on Netflix that is a couple years old now about Robert F. Kennedy. And it shows he, at the time he was the most, uh, the uh, candidate in politics that was filmed the most. And he actually mm-hmm. seemed to really fucking care about poor communities and helping, um, the disenfranchised African Americans and all these people. And he seemed to care. And then they, killed him using Sirhan Sirhan as a scapegoat, in my opinion. The Manchurian candidate. Yep. It's fucked up, man. Dude, it's it's really fucked because it's like anyone that actually, at least in, you know, the last, I, I feel like they kind of stopped with the actual physical assassination and now they just do character assassinations because yes. it's much easier and it doesn't turn somebody into a martyr. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, I mean, MLK, Malcolm X, JFK, like all these people, yes, they're human and they're very flawed individuals in their own regards in certain ways, but they actually affected change. They did. Like they, they pulled some shit. Um, there's actually like a, a weird like time travel theory that since uh, the Civil Rights Act went into effect after JFK was assassinated, yeah. um, there's the theory that if he would have never been assassinated, the Civil Rights Act would have never gone into uh, effect and America would have torn itself apart sooner over uh, racial prejudice and divide. Yeah, it makes sense. And the thing is, I, I joked when the, the whole... Uh the BLM. <laughs> I was like, should I say this shit? But whatever. It's my podcast. Um, is that when is. sure during all that BLM shit and stuff that was going on, I was like, was Charles Manson, right? Was he screaming about how Whitey's going to rise up because blacky and Whitey fight against each other? And like, Oh, he's talking about the whole racial divide. And they said that there's going to be a Skelter, war. Yeah. And then his whole theory, he might be on to something except for 
him being like, I'm going to come out of the mountains like I'm Jesus. And I'm going to come out and I'm going to be like, you didn't realize what you were doing, black man. And it's like, I am your leader now. It's like that oh, shit. Dude, his weird, yeah. That whole like, they're going to welcome us as the gods, you know, because we know what's going on. And they're going to realize they can't <laughs> they can't figure out civilization without the spider. And I'm just going to crawl inside the mines and I'm just going <laughs> to lay my eggs. And then, you know, I just, he starts to just dance. It was Charles Manson dance, yeah. <laughs> my favorite fucking, honestly, my my favorite human that's ever graced this planet as a psychopath. Like I don't know how, like, and I might mean like I I I agree with what he did, and we're eventually definitely gonna get into Manson on this podcast because he's he's my favorite fucking psycho in the world. Just the way he acted, talked. The, it, there was all these sprinkles, these bread instead. Of, instead of it's just like uh, instead of that movie, the interview bread uh, breadcrumb trails of gayness. It was like breadcrumb trails of genius because he said a lot of shit that made a lot of fucking sense to an extent. <laughs> to an extent. No, no, I'm laughing at the breadcrumb trails of uh, breadcrumb breadcrumb trails. Oh <laughs> my god, of gayness. <laughs> it's like leaving a snail trail, just a dick, just dragging. You've seen the um, interview, right? Oh, of course I have. I love that fucking movie. I got stank dick. My dick stank. <laughs> All right, we should get back to this. You always get a little off topic talking about Manson and stuff. Um, hey man, so, like, as fun. the propaganda in Plato's, like, mortal tale and the Atlantis legend is more about the city's heroic revival, um, Athens, than a sunken civilization. So it's just all these different variables that Plato was putting out there. But if Atlantis really existed... Because Athens fell, it did, like all right. these uh, civilizations. It fell, it didn't fall into the ocean, but it fell like in the way of like it got torn apart and then some other civilization essentially took over. So if Atlantis really did exist today and was found intact and inhabitable, its residents would probably try to kill and enslave us all. It's all just an army of Jason Momoa's. Exactly. That's it. And it'll be just like that one like commercial where he gets home and wieners. takes all of his muscles off. Yeah, yeah, they're all really strong but have little tiny wieners. And Man, you know I why that Momoa's is? Packing. That's weird, eh? We we talked about I feel like I've mentioned this before how all those statues of all the people that if you see any statue from like Greek uh, ancient Greece and and all these places like ancient Rome and how they have little tiny wieners is because they the statues were to represent intelligence to an extent and they thought if you had a big dick you were a Neanderthal. I just thought it was so people wouldn't break the dicks off and take them home and fuck no, themselves with it. No. Yeah, that could happen. Um, uh, no, did they I, find old ass dildos? Like yeah. you've seen those, right? <laughs> yeah, they're made out of wood and shit. Yeah, they're like they're like splinters. Super smooth, like Ugh. balsa wood or something. It's like, oh my god, that doesn't look good. Yeah, and I've seen there's <laughs> definitely like strap-ons and shit that they've d- discovered that they have some sort of because in we when we and Juan talked about Saturnalia, the festival of Christmas, essentially where it came oh, from. Oh yeah, it's yeah, Saturnalia sounds like a weird. rager, except for the whole human sacrifice shit like, yeah. like that's my problem with old pagan shit i'm like i'm a hundred percent on board with like 99 percent of this shit which doesn't really work but it's like you get to the one percent of like oh and then we're gonna kill someone like ah, now we're gonna kill this kid and make to, him strip naked like, and then whip his ass it's just and that's why it is funny that i didn't know this but i'm pretty sure i'm correct because i dug deeper on this is that yeah like the the whole statues why they had little wieners is because it was supposed to resemble intellect instead of barbarianism 
Okay. Which is All fucking right. weird. So if they have a big honker, it's like you're not that intelligent because you only are consumed by fucking. That's what their ideology was. Which kind of makes sense to an extent. Okay. All I know is that John the uh, the stereotype is correct. The, the male brain has enough blood to operate the penis or the or the brain. It's two options. Not not both. Yeah, you, can't, yeah. you can't go both at once. No. So him, human civilization was formed and reached a peak with Atlantis. That's supposedly in Beast 1333 talks about this in the song about Lemuria too. And a dark age began and the battle of the Atlantean gods led to its fall. This is where this all kind of gets to, you know, everyone's just arguing with each other. It sounds like today, like a secret brotherhood brought Atlantean secret teachings before the fall to Egypt. Mm -hmm. This is why people think that the Atlanteans are connected to the ancient gods in Egypt and all these things are somewhat connected in the end of it, which I also think is correct. Well, that's one of the biggest things with like uh, Blavatsky with I just keep bringing her up because she has kind of the well for most Western occultism. Yeah. Um, but that's that's allegedly where the secret stool where, <clears throat> where the secret schools started. Yeah. Secret so, uh, teaching schools. Yeah. Right. And that that is where all mysticism, at least in the West, springs from is that Greek and Egyptian secrets, uh, secret schools, because it was supposedly those ones were the ones that were like, you know, uh, the Masons that worked with Solomon and understood yeah, how to Juan's use the Goa- Goetia and with this fucking yeah. manly P hall talks. He keeps sending me. It's like, yeah, I'm going to listen to them. I understand manly P hall, but I heard he diddle kids and Juan's like, you didn't diddle kids. And I was like, he's a Freemason. I don't know what he did. What is the number <laughs> one argument against Freemasonry though? Like, isn't that becoming the new witch hunt? Because it's such a triggering thing because anyone thinks of anyone who hurts a kid and they're like, fucking kill him. You, what a yeah, fucking well, piece of shit. Well, You're if worthless. You go, and yeah, it's, if you go back, it's an auto response it it was more or less like when me and billy discussed it is that they're connected to luciferianism and behind the scenes they're doing shit like sacrificing kids killing people getting people to uh other members to do it so then they're now part of it because how you get people to go along with all the stuff that's happening is you convince them uh that what they're doing is good, or you convince mm-hmm. them like, well, if you do this, you can be part of our group, and let me mm-hmm. take a lot of pictures. So if you speak against what we're doing, I have a lot of shit on you. Same way Hollywood works. Yeah, you get somebody in a compromising position, and you're like, no, you're going to do what I say, exactly. otherwise your life is over. You know, according, like- I think Obama is um, was made in a test tube, according to <laughs> Vinny Pazienza, but. Um, I did. There's a theory that he was threatened and said that we'll kill your fucking kids if you don't go along with the plan. But I think Michelle Obama is a man before uh, they killed that really old plastic surgery bitch. She said oh my it. God, dude. You know what I'm ta- my brother was on that shit too. You know what I'm talking about? Like, Look, that's a fucking Adam's apple. I was like, <laughs> you are paying far too much attention to this woman. Oh, body. Joan Rivers. That's her name. That chick that got so much plastic surgery. And there's a video of her being oh, like, yeah. Michelle's a man. My girlfriend's shaking her head at me. She is a man. I believe it. Okay. She's, I mean, don't get me wrong. She is like, like in the legs and the arms. She's a little jacked. And, but dude, everybody's had weird pictures taken of them where you look either way more feminine or you look more masculine. They're all but, I evil mean, look, to my, I don't like Obama's family whatsoever. I have, I haven't, I haven't seen the dick, so I don't know. That's all I'm saying. Just check it. You watch Always Sunny in Philadelphia? I love Always Sunny. Max fucking the tranny. Max, Max fucks a tranny. <laughs> they all make fun of him, but man, she looks pretty good for, for she's a little muscular though. Beyond passable. I mean, that is actually a woman. Yeah. That, uh, you know, that did that the that acting. Is, was it not? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's just a that's a that's a fake cock in the pants. One hundred percent. But <laughs> I, like, I love how that... they thought Mac was a serial killer in that episode. And then like, he turns was... out that Mac finally just that uh, if no one's seen this, it's gold. But when he finally discovers he's gay on the boat, on like the cruise boat. Oh no! So so it wasn't that it was the the lottery ticket episode. Because remember, yeah, Mac's oh, been yeah. like in and out of the closet for a hot minute. That's why like Country Mac was awesome, where it's like. Uh, and oh, he got fish and fish. No, gay. It's, like, it's cool because he, he owns it. It's great. Yeah, he got fat for a whole season and then went back yeah. and jacked. And then went fucking ripped. Yeah, the fat Mac. It's, it's mass. I'm cultivating mass. No, Mac, you're getting fat. I don't know how he like, fucking did that, but that's our fucking tech talk about, an interview um, about that. Always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. So the all, the all uh, civilizations were um, with inspiration from supposedly extraterrestrial guards. The secret Atlantean Brotherhood managed all political systems within an educational mission. And this is why the, the how Bibliotheca Palladians is sometimes hard to, to kind of to, uh, dissect, but Jesus beard to dissect. But essentially, like their goal was to teach people. As much as they were warring and angry, they were there to teach people. The thrilling documentation shows for the first time that secret activities of the Brotherhood and relations with the invisible masters from Shambhala and Algartha um, or the, or, and the secrets about Hall of Earth were now being exposed. Yeah. With this civilization of Atlantis. This is where it gets fucking deep and this could be just a book that some man wrote, some funny kid's book about dinosaurs living with humans and shit, but who knows? Is that called Dinotopia? Did we talk about that last time? Yeah, something like that, because I was just going to get in the, the dinodes from the Bellatrix system and the constellation of Orion and the reptoid colonies from the constellation of Sal- Segartius. As as I know oh my god, those two together make dinobinoids. Full on friendship. <laughs> but it is weird. So I always, you know, reptilians in my point of view are from Jacob Soconis, which is inside the Ryan's belt, which is weird. Right, draconians. You know, yes, and the Bellatrix is very close to the Ryan's belt too. But they arrived later to inhabit the earth. And the reptoid and the dinoids uh, allowed mammal species to evolve almost like with their permission. Like they allowed it to happen and they created it in secrecy uh, uh, amongst each other almost. That they didn't want other civilizations to know they were doing this. Okay. And the mammals were called the pre-Cantonites or Cantians. The Can- Cantinians. And the pre-Cantinians provided food for all three of the colonies in exchange for technology, which in turn improved the production uh, rate of their production rate further. So it, this is where it gets fucking mucky. And who knows what the fuck this is really, how many layers this has. But it seems like the same way how we hear about, oh, well, the Sumerians created humans to mine gold. These reptilian creatures created certain colonies of people and they formed together with these dinosaurians and the reptilians or whatever. And they kind of came together and they made humans kind of as an experiment. Like I said, as an experiment, you think like slave labor wise, yeah. or do you think just kind of like as entertainment, like where, Oh, look, look at how amusing they are. Like, I think it could be both. It could be, I think it's for almost like slave, like, you know, having a guy, you know, use the big fan leaf and feed you grapes. 
You know, and it's like, I don't really like your smooth skin, boy, but you do feed me grapes very well. Because they would be all about, like, I want the scaliest, slimiest reptile that I can find to mate with. Because <laughs> you think, in their opinion, that's what they find, right? Like, I wouldn't, I, if you look at the George, uh, um, not George, uh, yeah, Alex Caller interview, and if you've ever seen it, have you ever seen Alex Caller talk? I've not. He's a UFO abductee, essentially, and he's someone who's spoken out. And this, the, his 1994 interview about the reptilians is extremely interesting. And he talks about that, how, you know, to, to us, the reptilians are ugly, but to themselves, they think we're ugly. The same thing I right, put out, you know right. what I mean? Yeah, like we were talking about earlier, that goes into the... Uh the, I don't know. I think we're getting into like they live in V territory yeah, here know, where it's like, we're going to put on a disguise, even though we find you absolutely fucking hideous. <laughs> but I guess in they live, not the case because he's totally fucking a chick. Yes. Yeah. And he doesn't give a shit. That one's like, yeah. or in like a uh, evil dead, where he's like, put your fucking head down. He doesn't want to see her, her face when they're fucking and shit. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're okay. This one, real fucking ugly. <laughs> The, uh, these uh, three civilizations coexisted in harmony, trading um, among one another for 8 million years. All three civilizations developed advanced forms of space and time. I want to say, I think it might be Canaanites, but that's not what it is. The, the pre- Canaanites? No, Catacenians. C-A-T-A-C-E-A-N-S. Catacenians. Catacenians? Yeah, that sounds right. The pre-Catacenians developed their spiritual side, such as psychic abilities um, and stuff like that, where they could read each other's minds because they were more human, and I think more in in depth with emotion, because I think mammals are more like that. They say that dogs and cats can read your mind. They don't really understand what the fuck you're saying, but if you project your energy at the cat, it knows that you love it or hate it or whatever, right? Here's my thing. Like, cause I, I mean, I, I think that's definitely very real, but on what level is it? Is it strictly body language? Like, can they sense? Cause I mean, you know, dogs and cats can smell different things. So like, can yeah. they sense the pheromones that you're giving off when you're relaxed? Because if you're not actually like a cool, chill person and you're pretending to be that dog's probably going to still be like, mm, yeah, he'll nah, your face, your yeah. face says cool, but everything else about you just says yes. danger. So you're probably right about that. So like, then you got the, the reptilian alliance with the, the, the dino droids. That's it seems like it literally sounds like some comic book fairy tale, but the, is this fucking transformers. Yeah, I know the dinodes and the reptoids, um, alliance from Bellatrex. They believe that they were superior to the human beings, essentially that came to earth to, to kind of seize all the cooperations with the the pre-Canaanite, uh, the Cantaceans. I'm going to call them humans because that's what they are. So the right. humans that wanted to, they wanted to put them under control. So they created them and kind of want to give us uh, free will. And then they were like, yeah, like they're cooperating too much together. So let's divide and conquer. Fucking sounds familiar. Over yep. time, the, the earth they- dinodes and the reptoids became more and more influenced by the Bellatrex Dinos Reptilian Alliance. So essentially the ones that lived here and corresponded with the people of Earth and the humans, they were okay with it. They seemed all right with the humans. But then the the, the reptoids and the draconian-style dinodes that were still living in different civilizations in the star system started influencing the reptilian creatures that were here to kind of hate us. 
I mean, <clears throat> honestly, divide and conquer has been a time-tested and approved fucking method of conquering civilizations. Yeah. Since time, you know, time well, began, it's, it's, at least it's, recorded the, history. It's, it's according to this, because who knows? This sounds like a fairy tale. But uh, the humans, through their high psychic ability, began sensing the aggression against them and came to see the threat presented by the dinode and the reptoid civilizations. It's fucking weird. And that's so like, man, shit from that site is like mind boggling. If it's, if it, if any of this is true, it's completely mind boggling. If it's not, it's just a story. But if they were actually, they be, the beings gave, uh, given permission from, I guess the earth spiritual hierarchies, the humans decided to implode their fusion reactors located in a mountain. And then the humans divided into two groups. It's fucking weird. So they realized somehow, this is how the story goes of what I looked up, but how weird and deep this goes with the Atlanteans is that essentially the humans before the Atlantis was formed, they were controlled by essentially reptilians and then they realized it and then in fucking some somehow wanted to cause a cataclysmic event and then mm-hmm. they were separated in two groups. That's what I take from it. I mean, that goes back to the, uh, you know, the separation after unification myth of the Tower of Babel. So it wouldn't be the first time it appears in history. It's weird. So one group evacuated out of the solar system to the constellations of Pegasus and uh, Cletus. It's probably not pronounced that way, way, but the Cetus, I'm going to call it, but there's just no L. So it is Cetus, but it'd be, it'd be fun. It's like, let's all pack up and go to constellation Cletus. I don't vote we keep it as Cletus because he reminds me of my cousin, and, you know, he's a fucking swell guy. He only got a tooth and a half, but, you know, I'm pretty goddamn cool. <laughs> the other group altered themselves physically so they could enter the ocean and find hev- or ha- a haven. So this would make sense. So it's, it's above-ground humans and below-ground humans, essentially humans that lived on the surface and humans that lived with inside the ocean. And somehow, with these abilities that they had... They altered themselves to be able to survive within oceans and live under the water. Hey, as above, so below, but in totally different context in this case. Sounds fun, man. Dude, yeah, would you rather, if you had the choice, underground or above ground? Um, I would live in the water. Uh, as weird as it is, I'm like a fucking fish. Like I love water. Every time I touch water, so like lake water, like, um, I went up, my mom moved up to North Bay. So if shit really hits the fan in Canada, I might have a place to go. Maybe. It's always Um, good to have a retreat. Exactly. And she's like kind of on the lake, uh, up North. And I kind of like the water was cold. It's been, it it has chilled down in Canada. It hasn't been as hot, but I still want the water. And I, I always feel connected. I love swimming. I love water. So I would rather just be able to breathe in water and just disappear. And I'll build a little home down there somehow. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. Uh, I, water for me, just like like you were saying, though, it's 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 almost indescribable, but it's it's centering like it to is. a point where it's like I just anytime because like uh, that's what we did last weekend, last Friday. I ended up going to the beach at like five and just sat there and watched the sunset while I'm sitting in the water. Like when I go to the beach, I'm not fucking going to be on land very much. I'm going to yeah. be in the water. And like when I go hiking and shit, like I'm ecstatic if I come across streams or waterfalls and I have I have to go like touch it. I have to experience it. I have to sit in it. Yes. I have to, like if I can, you know, um, you know, it, it really is like, especially like moving water. If it's just a nice gentle stream that you can sit in, it just kind of like, 
Well, and I'm helps I'm, you flush yeah, everything away. I was in I, like a, I, I swam very young, and I was trained same. to uh, essentially. Like I can float on my back. Like a lot of people, are like how do you do that? And it's like I was just taught. I taught myself to do it essentially. But you yeah, know, you can just float on your back. It's mm-hmm. almost like you're in a float tank. That's what I always do, especially if I take a little edible or I smoke a little weed before I go in the water. I just float on my back and let the essentially the lake stream, the the mm-hmm. motion of the ocean carry me, and then I literally meditate with inside the water. Yep. I my ears are completely cut off, but I can lay there and have my face and my arms out, and then I just like use my body weight to float me, and I just zone. I I yep. go into this like consciousness state of like meditation and I love water. I do. I do love the water. Um, with you 10 million percent on that one, dude. So now obviously we started separate we separated because somehow we caused this cataclysm to happen that would separate uh the humans that want to stay above ground and those that want to go inside the ocean. And the group that is now present day the, the humans, I guess, but supposedly the this is the people. Okay, so there's humans that are on the surface, right? Mm-hmm. The group that is now present day of these beings, these human these humanoid creatures, the the Catacenians, uh, there are supposedly such as dolphins and whales, and the entire transformation process occurred over a period of four million years. This is their weird i don't know if i 100 percent believe it uh explanation of why dolphins are so intelligent and whales are yeah we're, so we're getting into the uh the new age biblioteca pleiades dolphins crystals yes. organ energy territory that's where i got this from and it's fucking ridiculous so the <laughs> spiritual hierarchies of the vega system were asked then if they would permit this species to be vastly altered genetically to accelerate the evolution so that they may become guardians of this, these species. The Vegas spiritual hierarchies agreed. So the traces of the first humans came from the Vegas star system. The technology improved very quickly. And once they had developed star travel technology, they started to migrate into nearby star systems for a period of 2.5 million years. So what it's saying I think you get it for our listeners is that this whole cataclysmic event happened. The draconian kind of reptilians want to control certain uh, star systems or planets. It might not even be earth. It might be other star systems. And then they create us. And then we realize that their deception and what they were doing, they didn't really care about us. So we split ourselves off and essentially made two groups, one above ground, one underwater. And then they allowed this or just one underwater because they allowed supposedly the humans to advance a lot quicker than what we should have. This is we kind of lived in parallel societies where they're just going this way and they just kind of left us untethered and let us do our thing. Yeah, It almost hurts my brain to think about that a little bit. Just how deep this who knows that the, all the things that get split off, like I don't really believe maybe this aspect of it, but we don't know, and we'll never know. So until we die, hey, it's fun to talk about. That's the that's the important thing. So during this time, the Galactic Federation was formed. My favorite. When I first started getting <laughs> to aliens, man, I literally dug deep in the Galactic Federation, and it come years later to find out that it was probably a bunch of bullshit, but. Yeah, but isn't that what that Israeli prime minister was talking about or defense minister or whatever, where he was like, yes, we've been visited by this many and Trump knows and everybody knows. And 
I don't know. I, I would love... That's what really started getting me into aliens and UFOs of the Galactic Federation of Light being like, you know, that these people are from other places and they're here to help and they see the struggles the, the humans are going through on Earth and I haven't seen no help, so... I haven't seen them do shit unless we're waiting. So Sirius B was colonized and Earth was selected for seeding. Later, Mars and Venus were colonized and the Hyperborea, like we talked about, the colony mm-hmm. was founded on Earth. The dino reptoids, in the meantime, had built up their forces and were invading the various colonies throughout the solar system. So this does play into somewhat of my belief, though, and how... We were created by the reptilians or some sort of creature that is highly more advanced than us as either an experiment or entertainment, like you said, or slaves. And then we started, we learned what they were doing. We understood that they uh, inherently might be evil, which I don't believe in my heart of hearts that all the, that every being in the universe that is like reptilian or something is evil if they exist. I think that would be the same way humans are. But then we kind of migrated and left, and then we started seeding Earth and stuff like that, and then they started catching on. Well, they're leaving. They're going somewhere else to make their own civilization. I think that's what the breakaway civilization is. That's that's what Jones has been talking about for all these years. It's just a bunch of reptilians being like, dude, we got to get the fuck out of here. Humans have fucked this place up so badly. We got to go. So you don't know. Like they just like, they yeah. know what's going on. But, you know, we just still as the uh, the, the, the lesser species are just kind of like, hey, it's fine. That's fine. We'll figure Whatever. it out later. Yeah. Whatever. So the hub, uh, the Hyperborean Earth, Mars, and Venus were victims to these attacks, and the dinodes and the reptoids gained control over the solar system for a period of approximately 80,000 years. In response to this, the Galactic Federation planned a counterattack and, uh, and then introduced humans into the solar system. This sounds like fucking Star Wars. It really does. Like some really sci-fi movie. I don't know, man. It ties in with the whole Bill Hicks joke. We are a virus with shoes. What if we're just biological warfare that was set about to destroy the draconians and they're just trying, they're the advanced civilization that's trying to like, you know, survive amidst mm. this sea of chaos that is mankind. That's interesting. We're the bad guys. What if? Because <laughs> who fucking knows? It is weird. So in response to this, the Galactic Federation... In response to this, the Galactic Federation... Just, I'm just talking like some hipster. Uh, the Galactic Federation planned a counterattack. Uh, and they, uh, you know, they, and they reintroduced the humans into, this, into the solar system, into the system. Um, so in in response it's herb because there's a fucking h in there okay it's not herb um so in response Uh. the galactic federation planned a counterattack to reintroduce the humans into this uh into the system they arranged for a battle plan of four times the uh the diameter of earth to come into the solar system and destroy the planet which uh and actually destroy it's called meldek meldek and this is where which the uh, dinos and the reptoid stronghold was formed. This is literally sounds like Star Wars shit, where it's the what's the the Star Killer base? That co- yeah, yeah, the Death Star and what have you. The, the Death Star, word, the new, and then the new oh, one, every, right? Oh, uh, you're talking the Star Killer base. Okay. Right, okay. the Force Awakens. Because dude, I've only to... seen the new ones once. Oh, I've fucking... seen the original trilogy you, more man. times than I can even remember. Uh, yeah, imagine. me too. But I still love Star Wars. 
Man, you just got to accept that it is what it is. Like, no, I all don't. These, I've got Dune now. Dune comforts yeah, me where all Star Wars used to. people hated Last Jedi, and I didn't mind it that much, but... Look, I didn't hate it. I thought that they they fucked it up. They didn't stick the landing. I think there was a lot of well, stuff that was redeemable about J. J. them. J.J. Abrams they... did the first one, and then that fucked did the second one, and then the third one was J.J. Right. Abrams again. I thought... Did Ryan Johnson... Ryan Johnson did the second, second one? one he did yeah. the, and he, okay. he wanted to split this whole Star Wars shit up. Of like, oh, how, maybe how about, now they're all bad. How about maybe we get stories from other parts of the galaxies that aren't in the fucking Skywalker saga? That'd be cool, you know? I liked, uh, I did like um, Rise of Skywalker. I didn't like the ending where she's like, I'm a Skywalker now. Didn't like that, but I, yeah, they're stupid. But I liked uh, Kylo Ren becoming a good guy. I liked Kylo Ren as a character. Like, the, the number one character. thing that I enjoyed from the newer movies is Kylo Ren. I liked him a lot as a character. I thought they, you know, they, they did him nice and complex. And it was like, acting. He's a great actor, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. I, I like Adam Driver. Adam Driver, good. He actually make me convinced that I'm watching the thing that he's in. <laughs> so this is what's crazy, and this is why it gets into all this weird shit, because the remains of the planet and Maldact are what we can see now as the asteroid belt. Supposedly in this research that I've done is that the what reason why we have this asteroid belt that is kind of around Earth in our solar system is after this whole war went down with the reptilian stronghold after the destruction of Meldek and the defeat of the dino and reptoids, a human colony was again established on Earth. And it is what we know today as Lemuria. So all these people out there spark up a fucking fat one because this shit gets fucking weird. It's fucking weird. I need you to just take an entire bowl and just eat it. Yeah, just burn, just burn it just enough to activate it, and then just eat it. Just eat it all, and just dive into this. <laughs> Close your eyes because it gets confusing. <laughs> Over the next uh, eight hundred and fifty thousand years, the Lemurians spread across the face of the planet. They founded the daughter colonies such as Atlantis, U Y U, which is now the central China and Tibet, and the uh, and Libyan and the Egyptian colonies, and then Egypt. I keep getting hung up lit- on the uh, the Meldek because that's like just, my brain just keeps going Meldok from Lord of the Rings, like Mel-Doc. friend. No, Speak it, friend and enter yeah, Meldok, and that's it. It is weird. That's why this is so confusing and so many layers to this because they, they essentially the whole story goes they fought the reptilians and the humans end up coming back to Earth after they had some sort of defeat against these hierarchy of the reptilians that created them in the first place, but it was the, it's the reptoids and the dinodes. So essentially they're both a reptilian race of beings, like how there's black humans and white humans and Asian humans and mm-hmm. red humans and yellow humans, whatever you want to call the color, which is stupid. Um, you think they used nuts and bolts crafts for the space war? Or do you think they just like found a way to like, put a psychic bubble around themselves and make it out to space. That's what I think. Maybe because it, it seems there. like we, it, according to this stuff that humans had more of a psychic ability where me and Juan have talked about it. I've talked about it many times. So like if the reptilians and their energy, right, they can't mm-hmm. draw something on a piece of paper, but if I can draw only something, they can, they can change my drawing, but they can't well, think of goes- something from the top of their head to draw. That's kind of connected to the whole like Christian ideology that occultism cannot create. It can only invert. 
Yeah, so that's the you whole know? theory of what the reptilians are. So the Atlanteans began to acquire a feeling of uniqueness about the culture and wanted to uh, eliminate Lemuria so that they could become the mother country. So it's literally like, well, For the I know you guys started this and you got, <laughs> but we're going to end it. Stars now. Yep. So the Atlanteans began forming alliances with the renegade Palladians, which is if for everyone that doesn't know the Palladian race of aliens are supposedly the ones that are trying to help us. They're the ones that are like Nordic. They're blonde, blue eyed looking people that essentially Madame Vavatsky was probably channeling. Yep. Yep. We're, we're getting, we're getting to that line again. It is. We're <laughs> getting to and then you have the alpha uh, centurions, which had the hierarchy systems of government. This gets, that's what I'm saying. If you can't follow all this, I understand like not Anton, but even the fans that this is extremely confusing because saying these wars broke out and then humans were having rivals with other humans and the Atlanteans versus the Lemurians. It's, it goes deep. So they had two moons at this time and they took the weather moons out of orbit by using a force fields until it was as close as possible to the Lemurian empire. And then the moon was destroyed resulting in a catastrophic shower of meteorites. This is literally a movie. They're like, all right, we have this force field. We're going to bring this moon closer because there was supposed to be two around Earth. Then we're mm-hmm. going to shoot a laser beam at it, destroy it. So then it was extremely close to the surface of the Earth of where the Lemurians lived. And then so they would get showered by uh, a wave of destruction of meteorites, essentially. Why isn't this a movie yet? I know. It sounds like it should be. It really should. Sounds awesome, actually. I want to I watch an asteroid fucking belt just crash into a planet. That sounds dope. They destroyed much of Lemuria, but this was also a result in many of the pressures being inflicted upon the tectonic plates. So it was kind of their fault amongst the planet's natural course and resulting in the gas chambers under Lemuria to a implode implode and thus sink most of the Lemurian co- uh, continent. So they kind of mm-hmm. just wanted to fuck them up, but they ended up sinking their whole civilization. And the Atlanteans were like, yay. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, if you take, you know, your take, take a rock, put it like a solid rock, put a big ass city on top of it. Now go under that rock with a bunch of tunnels and shit, you yeah. know, just back and forth and what have you. It's probably not going to take much. Like, especially if that's an island to just fucking detonate under there and sink it in, and then the water just starts yeah, pouring and then in. Yeah, it's like, so bye bye, you're gone. Yeah. Atlantis formed 10 ruling districts, each with their own king. These kings together formed the governing councils of Atlantis. The royal governing councils of Atlantis decided that a new form of government was desperately needed, in which a superior ruling class could be established and essentially take their presence and that they would empowered by the God force. They'd be empowered by this godly force. Mm-hmm. This literally sounds like star Wars mixed with in this, the hierarchy of the King and queen that we have today in our lives. And it's fucking, yeah, it weird. definitely sounds like it was written by somebody who was either a giant fucking fan of sci-fi and, you know, had some knowledge of uh, modern, politics and just kind of state of the world situation or you know somebody from five billion years ago who was really really psychic i don't know i don't know which one of those is more believable but you know yeah 
or really, really <laughs> stoned because it seems extremely confusing and weird. Yeah. Oh, it, all it of is. This is. But like, that's how, I mean, that's how a good myth is though, isn't it? Is it's just a convoluted, like, yeah, there's a couple nuggets of truth in here and it's, it's fascinating and it's, it's so rich and just deep with like shit to get into that it, it draws you in and it, and it keeps you there. Yeah. And this is always, I have a whole book about Atlantis and it goes more deep on just the folklore where I decided mm-hmm. to go on the alien aspect of this essentially. But this is uh yeah. Uh, my brain is uh, a little boiling pot right now because I'm like, how does this fucking make any sense? <laughs> so the, <laughs> and then, so obviously they, they end up supposedly establishing a time of peace through all like Atlantis, whatever the civilization was, this point in time, they're like, let's have it all be peaceful. Everyone smoke their weed and make a teepee. And I don't know what peaceful really is. So but. You smoke your weed, then you make the teepee, right? And then, hear me out, you get a bunch of weed. You put it on the fire in the middle of the teepee, and then you you don't gotta smoke it. You're just in it, man. You're just in it. <laughs> to, to achieve control over the populace, they started experimenting with people's DNA and genetics. Sounds a little like the Nazis. Dude, or the fucking Chinese. Did you see that shit about the brain with the eyes? What? Look it up. China uh grew like this. Brain specimen, specimen, or what have from you? A movie? What movie is that? No, this is like new and confirmed. Like it's it's basically a, a hunk of sensory tissue that now has eyes. It's a brain that <laughs> in the eyes can blink. I don't think they can blink, but they're they're technically eyes. It's like fish eyes can't blink either, can they? So now we're living in the age where the the Chinese are like the reanimator. Dude, China's been working on fucking chimeras for. Forever, they've just been splicing shit together because Very you have an scary, entire populace man. of subservient subservient people. Like you can pretty much do whatever the fuck you want. They don't have no, the regulatory Ch- shit Chinese that we have over just here. Listen to whatever the government says, and it's like my neighbor says she didn't like the Chinese government, and then now she's dead. Yeah, she's either dead or her social credit score has dropped, dropped to fucking yes. nothing, so she can't even go and buy food now. And it's like I don't, I don't know, dude. Like I've been trying to warn th- people for a long time that might come here, so. Justin Trudeau loves China. Loves it. Says it's great there. He's like, I would love to. Does he fucking really? Yeah, he admitted that live um, during a a press conference that he, he, I respect China and I think what they're doing is like, I would like to see a lot more Canadians act like the Chinese people. Said something like that. Yeah, subservient, mindless fucking. Fuck. That's what I'm saying. He's a fucking dictator. So to it, like, and they, they want to like, Essentially, like they started, so they're bored. So they're bored. There's these people that are hierarchies that control the system, and then they're like, "Oh, we want to experiment on the people." So the result in people's consciousness essentially being reduced, their lifespans contracted, um, and their psychic abilities dramatically decreased. So their their lifespan decreased, and then their mm-hmm. psychic and spiritual abilities decreased dramatically because right. these hierarchy of these people controlling them suppressed their psychological abilities and it, which is honestly, it seems like the way that the earth has been for how long, because slowly humans deteriorate. We find that we, we get higher on the technology scale and we can learn more in the matter of seconds with a cell phone in our hand. But at the same time, when it becomes to what nature is and intelligence and psychic abilities, being able to read each other, be part of the collective consciousness where it keep just, 
we're going the other direction than that. That kind of gives credence to a lot of the, you know, the organ theory and what have you. When you're overstimulated, especially by, you know, like electrical impulses and sounds and lights and everything that we're constantly overstimulated by, unless you're one of those people that, you know, unplugs for upteenth amounts of time. Yeah, but I don't see how do. that's even feasible in yeah, this in this society do. anymore. Like you're either looking at a screen or, you know, <clears throat> you're doing an order with technology or something, depending on what job you have. But it's. Yeah, it almost seems next to impossible to unplug unless you, you know, like make you time said, to do it. Like I'm going camping. The matrix is inescapable. Well, it's my favorite thing about camping, man. Like I like we do it at least like once or twice a year. And that's usually when I like to, you know, kind of reset my brain, if you will, to use a you know, term. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And I have no reception where I am. Yeah. So my phone goes into my fucking bag and just stays there. Yeah. And the only thing it ever comes out for is for me to play like a Spotify playlist or something that I have downloaded. So we have music in the background. And even that's not at a super loud no, point. It's, no. it's quiet. And we're just sitting and like being that. in the moment. It's like you just sit and watch a fire. Yep. Or you just sit and watch waves. And that's all you're looking at. Is you're just like, okay. Drops and acid. It, it, Talk to nature. You, you, even without the, the hallucinogens. Know, know. But, but I mean, it's, it's, it's noticeable. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, the effect yeah. that it has on you of just fucking completely unplugging for a little while. You're like, wow, that was a reason. I think everybody okay. should do I it. needed that. I gotta learn to do it more often. 100%. Yeah, no. If you can't, then you are horribly addicted to your device. By exactly. by 12 step standards, if yeah. you can't fucking function without it, you are addicted to yep. it. Yep. 100%. So yeah. throughout the years, there were many wars amongst the various empires due to the underground movements of people that want to have the Lemurian philosophy back in place. So it's interesting. When I was researching this, I never realized that the Atlanteans kind of hated the Lemurians. And then people were like, we need that revolutionary style ethics back in our and in, in thought in psychic abilities. We need to connect as one. Major turf war, man. Fucking uh, Lemuria's West Coast rappers and fucking, yeah, I know, you know, literally. Atlantis is East Coast. And that just. So who dies first? Un, Tupac always dies beef. first. So the West Side dies. <laughs> so, West West, yo. Yeah, there was wars that led to vast destruction. As a last resort, the warning empires decided to attack the opponent's crystal temples, which were responsible for remaining, remaining two frozen layers of water about 15,000 to 30,000 feet above the ground, which protected the people on Earth from the harmful sun's rays and also ensured a stable weather pattern at all times, which sounds fucking hardcore. So there's a fucking ice layer around the globe essentially or around them and their civilization which gives you the perfect amount of sun and that regulates weathered patterns at all times always comes back to crystals why does it always have to come back to crystals i know i think you're right though about that i love my crystal have you ever did you ever i hope uh, you i don't know if you ever watched this i i was one of those pathetic kids that liked mtv did you watch MTV? Uh-huh. Did you like The Hills? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I was I was on. A, I never watched The Hills. No, I was, oh, okay. you know, was watching MTV say. like at like four in the morning when I was getting ready for fucking middle school. But you never seen The Hills? Well, I was going to say there's like that guy, Spencer Pratt or whatever his name is. And then his wife, Heidi, and she had all this surgery. My chick watches it. And I uh, and I used to watch it when I was like a kid, like a teenager. My buddy used to have it on. We would smoke weed. I don't know why. He's always at MTV on. He never changed the channel off of MTV. And the this one couple, and there's reality stars, are super into crystals. And I think it's fucking hilarious. Because they're like, dude, it is what? so fucking Let's weird. Do like, spiritual healing today. And we'll. 
pull out our crystals and what do you want from this this desired uh, meditation? It's like, all right. <laughs> I got stuck on, uh, speaking of like dumbass fucking weird uh, MTV VH1 shows, I always got stuck on like those Flavor of Love and Rock of Love, like yes. horrible, horrible shows. And then when all I, of the I yeah. Love, the 70s, 80s, and 90s when I were great too. drink and smoke a little of the herb. Reality is, is super entertaining because it's like these people are so dumb. They're so fake. And it's like, can you just make sure you do this? Make sure you bring a little drama. Tell Christine that you hate her. And then you're like, oh, I love you, though, Christina. And like after their big fight and it's like all set up and staged. Oh, it's so insanely scripted. The only thing I've ever seen that's, you know, more scripted that's passed off as real is fucking pro wrestling. Yeah. People love that shit, though. Until they you, do. Until you got uh, CM Punk in there speaking some truth. What happened with CM Punk? Oh, he, I just remember hating him because he was straight edge. He I'm called like, eh, out whatever. all the. He called out everybody. He quit the WWE. I only saw clips of it. I'm not into wrestling anymore. I used to be when I was a kid, but not too. But I saw a clip of him calling out like Vince McMahon and the industry and how they're it's all faked and set up and and that people don't realize that they're just raping people for their money and it's interesting. Called everybody out. It's kind of people cool. don't realize that. It's, it's, not children. Well, not children. And no, but children don't really have money. And likes NASCAR. <laughs> so, unfortunately, the attacks were made simultaneously and caused a firmament, just like the fucking flat earth theories, the water layers to fucking be broken down and thus millions of gallons of water thus poured down onto the surface, causing what is known as the, uh, like known biblically as the great flood. So this is what they're saying is they had a firmament style like the flat earthers believe, but not mm. to the extent that it's a firmament over the whole planet. It's a firmament over their civilization. It's an ice wall along their civilization to protect them in all ways that they created instead of a firmament separating the waters from the heavens or whatever the uh, yes. the flat earth bible theory is it still would be like earth is today it would just be like if africa had a whole dome around it right like same sort of idea and that somehow this 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 got breached so all the ice melted very quickly and then caused this massive flood and essentially where this is going in the biblical, the great flood where Noah got all the uh, animals together and was like, lions, make sure you don't eat, eat the penguins. And they're like, ah, and they're all fucking <laughs> wanting to eat. The breakdown of the firmament also resulted in the polar ice caps freezing and also the many climactic variations of what we have today of how we have the North and the South pole that it seems like at least what they're trying to explain is that back then it was kind of balanced out that weather was balanced out. It'd be a little colder than be warmer. Then be like, it was always, everything was balanced no matter where such you radical were. temperature differences like summer and, uh, you know, in winter and what have you, it was much more of a, just, uh, you're like, okay, well this is kind of warm season and this is kind of cold. season. Kind of like Britain where it's just like, it's just right in here all the time. Britain doesn't get snow? I don't think so. As far, I, okay, I, I guess it's not entirely true because I did know someone from Scotland um, and that came over here for like a year and they said that it does snow in Scotland, but it's not for that long. It's for like two months or something like that. But Lucky. As far as I'm concerned that I know, and I don't know it that well, but I'm just going to make assumptions, is that Britain is just constantly rainy. It's just like always rain. It's pretty much just Seattle. Yeah. In the States. It's always fucking raining. What's going on here? And that's why Kirk Cobain blew his brains out. 
Yes, that a and, sick of you know, rage. A raging fucking heroin addiction. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> so only two million people survived the flood. From the original sixty-five known million, sixty-five million. Unfortunately, many of the survivors were the mutant humans that had been genetically altered by the Atlanteans. Sounds fun. Into a much lower state of consciousness. So essentially, yeah, they're they're fucking I'm a mutant human. Mutant. They're like, uh, have you ever seen? Um, if you, if anyone out there has seen Futurama, it's essentially the people that live in the, the sewers. Sewer the sewers mutants. <laughs> also, the fact that firmament was no longer in existence, resulting in the DNA, and thus consciousness breaking down even further. So the hum- humans' DNA. And consciousness broke down even further than what it was already at due to the many experiments. And a few different renegade Palladians, Alphas, and the Beta Centurion came to different places on Earth after the flood, seeing it as an opportunity uh, and an opportune time to establish their own desired ideologies and also seen as godlike. Being already genetically altered, the surviving humans were therefore easily controlled by these renegades. It kind of makes sense in a fucking weird way, though, if you think about it. Who knows? Maybe this is my theory about how there is black, whites, Hispanics, Asians, and how these different, like the the alphas and the beta centurions and the the Pleiadians and the all these different races of aliens end up dividing certain hum- humans and putting okay, the Africans are over here at a certain point in time in history, and the Scandinavian countries are mostly white, and then you have the indigenous, like you know, like native people on the other mm-hmm. side even though there was natives in all sorts of like places on earth, but it, it, in a weird way of philosophy and understanding where we came from, it somewhat makes sense. And then if you dive into the Egyptian aspect of it, of them wanting to be like gods and then the, the Egyptians gods couldn't be depicted in their true form. So they put birds and dog heads on them and all that stuff. What do you think? Yeah. That's something that I've always wondered about too. Uh, maybe just cause you know, watching Stargate as a kid and what have you, like, is it, are they masks? Are they just like, yeah. these are the characteristics that, you know, these people take on or what have you. Is it a whole lineage of people or like almost like an elected official of just being like, okay, you're, you're fucking Thoth now. All right. Yes. So you yeah, appear yeah. to people wearing this, this egress head and, or the stork's head or whatever. And, and you, you know, you're really good at communication and you're really good at language and you can present these ideas to people and we really want mm. them to spread, but we need a commoner to kind of go about and, and bring them to the, to the masses versus like if it's just a royal or it's somebody from this bloodline, they're going to be like, whatever, who the fuck do you know? You're you're not out here moving stones, you know, every fucking day to build these goddamn pyramids. What the hell do you know? You know like, I, need to, I need to move my society in this in this way. And that's what it makes me think of that. This is all connected. If this is a theory of what whoever this is based off of, whatever information whoever wrote this God is the fact that it just does seem plausible to an extent of these civilizations that were created in my point of view by some sort of alien force and they got split up and then certain people eventually were trying to control Egypt. And then that was the place of knowledge and, and civilization to a point where everything was, created from gold and it was they had electricity run through the civilizations but then on the other side of the world there was indigenous that had no idea what was actually going on talking like the Baghdad battery and shit or the theory that uh, pyramids are actually just 
you know, power structures. Yeah, they're meant are. to channel there's, there's, something. Um, yeah. The what did what, what did Vinny Paz say? The fact that there's um how there's uh the, the essentially that there was electric magnetic currents running through the pyramids and people had no idea, and then that now they're just starting to discover it. We've seen the whole Baghdad battery shit, right? I've, the clay pot yeah. that uh, had a copper rod and a bunch of acidic stuff into it, and they're basically that's the trying to say that that the, was the, the first p- yeah. battery. Which but is the, which is really weird. I don't know what the fuck they use, but uh, the pyramids had electrical power, and that's the information that they want to suppress and devour. That was the Vinnie Paz line. Okay. So like, it makes a lot of sense in my head, and that they were used for some sort. Of, and the fact that the pyramids do align with the Orion's Belt also coexists with the idea of the reptilians being in control of ancient Egypt, and that when. There's supposed to be when that short fuck, even though he wasn't that short, the guy likes to ride in llamas. Napoleon, when Napoleon went inside of her sarcophagus inside the Great Pyramids, he supposedly had like an out-of-body experience where he had sleep paralysis where his body froze and he saw like these entities around him and he saw like reptilian type creatures when he went and meditated inside of one of the ancient sarcophaguses. And then he never went back in there. He scared the living shit out of him. You ever hear about that? I did not, but that just makes me think like how insane would it be? Like, say you could, you can go to the great pyramid of Giza. You can go undetected. Are you, does does Giza have mummies in it at this point? Regardless, whatever. so. So say you can just go to an Egyptian temple and you have the opportunity to climb into a fucking sarcophagus, have someone shut the lid, leave it open enough that you can breathe or what have you, but pitch black, and just lay there. What thoughts are going to come to your mind? Well, where, where is your yeah, brain he, going uh, to go? It, it was in one sarcophagus that was like at one of the points, supposedly of one of the pyramids, right? Into the right, shaft. Like directly that, under the yeah, main and that's point what of the I've pyramid. Always believed, yeah. Which Juan thinks is a weird theory, but he likes it, is that the way that churches are created... I think is a way for the energy to flow out of those triangle shapes, essentially towards the heavens. And that's right. why people pray. They, they, they were like, Oh, I wish my grandma didn't have cancer. And then like it, this energy gets taken out of these structures into some other force. It's, it's really hard to explain if you don't understand it, but I think well, you do. Tell me that the prayer hands isn't a that fucking too. focus of energy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like this is like, up. Yeah, it's the same thing with like sitting in lotus position and meditation where you're yeah. just you're none of your shit's going anywhere, it's just staying in. Yes. You know? Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Uh but then supposedly with like he he almost like had yeah, like where he the, the theory goes of what he's supposed to be experienced and one of his people that were close to him wrote this about him and that he like shot out of his body like a cannon something like that's how they uh, described it. We shot his body like a cannon and mm-hmm. saw this crazy shit in the universe. And then when he got sucked back down, he started seeing who he was and how evil of a person, what he was doing was wrong. And it scared mm-hmm. him that, and he started seeing these creatures that were essentially like sucking his soul out of his body and stuff. A lot of weird shit. And that it scared the living shit out of Napoleon. And he's supposed to be saw the fall of his conquest and stuff like that. So to me, that almost sounds like whatever being that was, was trying to help mankind because it's like, no, 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 you're not conquering everything. Uh, Life has to be able to, you know, flourish in its own way in different areas, because if you think about it, that is that is mankind's strongest attribute as our ability to adapt. We're not specialized. We're we're not we're not insects. We're not, you know, 
a, a fucking a mole that can only live in certain levels of soil with a certain pH yeah. balance with, you know, yeah, people like, like, we oh, can pretty much eat anybody. whatever. You need social and how we're social beings. We need we we need community 100%. Yeah, but like if you think about it like how many of us live on poison? Yeah, it's for true. lack of a better term, or just junk or garbage, things that most beings would be like, I don't fuck. Like a fly won't land on margarine. Why? Because it's pretty much fucking plastic. There's nothing on there that it will eat. Hmm. Like if you can leave a tub of margarine basically alone in a garage, and a, nothing's gonna go in there. It's what like, really? Eh. That just shows how yeah, because it's it just oil. It's it's yeah. oil and like synthetic shit. Yeah, it's like plastic. Margarine's mm-hmm. probably disgusting. Actually, we were just talking about that. But how many of us, you know, use it and can still live 20, 30, 40, you know, plus yeah. years past whatever they were supposed to? It's true. So let's get back to the weird because, like, obviously they, you know, they, the genetically altered human beings were left and then they were easily controlled by these renegade forces. And since no form of disobedience of these new gods was allowed, the concept of ruling by divine right became essentially indoctrinated onto earth of that. This whole thing I've talked about with the, why is the Royal, why do we still have a Royal family? Why do people worship these people? Why do we care that the queen has some blood linked to some other person? It makes no fucking sense. Because people love familiar traditions. It's how you connect stupid. generations together. Stupid. These yep. Agreed. concepts of worshiping an elite has continued through modern times. Culture would rise against culture in wars claiming the elites themselves they worshipped were superior to the elites of the opposite, uh, the opposition or the faction that was against them. So it's like, well, I like Queen Victoria. And it's like, well, I have King Fuckface over here. And then they fight against each other over the stupidest shit. Yeah. She's more superior. No, he's more superior. No, this King Philip is better than this King Edward. And it's just like they fight like that. It's stupid. The you king don't of use Scotland the wrong colors that dies in your tapestries. Yeah. Well, the King of Scotland fighting with the King of England, stuff like that, that happened in history, all this shit that is just like, well, he's better than that guy. And it's like, all right, he's more. I think superior. it was a, uh, I think it was almost a form of uh medieval population control where it's like, if you're, if you're, if you're a monarch and you're a ruler, <clears throat> you know, you, you have, you can go so far on the whole divine shit and what have you, but what happens when you have a team of knights that are way stronger than you that yeah. are pretty much on the same page with how they want to run shit and, you know, they want you gone. Well, oh, yeah. suddenly, suddenly my cousin over in France is talking some serious shit about us and you know what, I'm, we're all together in this because we're not them. Let's go get them. Yes. Like I, I've always often wondered that, that. Is war just a you know a tactic from of of, of the, the set class of rulers that are like no no little, the heat's getting a little too much on us we need to hundred percent divert that let's, anger let's and energy. Let's go out. Uh, what's a good place to attack and just like constantly attack and they can just be the epicenter of fear. Oh, yeah. you know that culture where they believe that women are less than men and and they wear hijabs over their face and they they don't, they don't even see what each other looks like. They can't even see a woman's smile. That's a good place because the Western world won't realize what their culture is at all, and it's totally opposite to theirs. So let the old just attack each other for eons. No, for sure, and, and that's that was the best tool to use against to to. to um kind of create that division. It's like, what does a Westerner know about the fucking Middle East? Nothing. Or the Far East or anything beyond, yeah. you know, the borders of their Unless own little you existence study for that it, matter. Nothing. 
People know nothing. Yeah, unless you make go out of your way to make it your focus. Yeah. But most people are too busy doing whatever they're doing and yeah. living their lives. Like, I know. The, the whole idea of being able to understand everything that's going on globally in an instant, yeah. in a moment's notice is so new to us yes. as beings. That's why I that chose to it, read the Quran when I was like 16. And it's a fucked up book. It is fucked up. The Quran is fucked up. The Bible is fucked up. But we've been taught that it's okay. That's normal knowledge in that it's just a story or you're taught that it isn't a story. That it's, but the, the, the Quran is definitely a little more fucked up than the Bible is. When it comes I would say to most religious texts are pretty fucked. I think they honestly. all are. Like, I think equally yeah. they're all fucked up in my opinion. That's why I don't like religion. So we now in modern times see this. We now see like in these times that finally are like getting brought to an end that 10,000 years of semi-consciousness and we're, we might be, this is what the theory is, is that we might be regaining our consciousness that we deserve. This will be due to our solar system coming into contact with what is known as the photon belt. And this is how we're supposed to be going to regain our consciousness from who we are. And it is weird because I didn't know this topic when I'm turning this way, but it ends up seeing very connecting and this connectiveness of what is happening now and what this research is showing about that the Atlanteans were warring with each other. We're this high society of intellects. And then all of a sudden they start to crash and fall and now, and they destroy their own people and use them under mind control and all this, these layers of thing that it's at least it's trying to explain through this research mm-hmm. that I've done. And now they're saying that we're coming back to this eventually. Sounds an awful lot like the uh, the fabled Age of Aquarius that we were supposed to meet around Age the 60s and the Aquarius. 70s. Where Age of Aquarius. Yeah. <laughs> where, where we entered this this common understanding of, you know, we're all people, man. Because they're all an we're acid. We're all just trying to exist and shit. Well, I mean, yeah. So that's that's another fun conspiracy theory yeah, is that, like, well, no, and not even that. Like, that acid isn't to, to wake you up. It's to distract you and put you to sleep. Like that, that was the, the whole counterculture movement of the 60s was basically to pacify an entire generation that was getting militantly like, no, 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 fuck you. We're not doing this. Yeah. We're not fucking doing this. And they're like, well, how do we distract them? It's like, well, we have a bunch of drugs that we can flood them with. That's actually yeah, makes that. a lot of sense in some well, weird terms. It does. When Stalin took power in Russia, he made promises like, you know, there will be bread in every and oh, every yeah, every house and a bottle of vodka for every citizen. And it's like, keep them drunk and fucking, you know, keep them occupied, keep them intoxicated. So yeah. your body's releasing all of the happy chemicals and shit. You're really not paying very close attention to anything that's going on around you. It's true. So the ju- With exception yeah. where you're just paying way too much you know attention. It is weird when you think about that aspect of it, because that makes a lot of sense. It's very fucked. So the Egyptian priest... Supposedly, I told Solomon that none of his stories were truly ancient compared to his own. And according to the priest, the reason for Solomon's lack of truly ancient knowledge is that mankind had been destroyed time and time again, which is obviously the priest talking. So it's just, a lot of this gets confusing, but it's essentially saying that we will destroy ourselves time and time again, and there will be survivors and there'll be those who are not. Century. Makes sense. I mean, the population gets so large that it can no longer sustain itself, so its numbers dwindle horribly. And then, you know, you either go one of two ways. You either just 
are so specialized and, and need a certain set of circumstances to continue on existing. So you die off or you adapt and you become, yeah. you know, you, hard you, you repopulate make and you hard reflourish. Men. Right. Every man's <laughs> got a hard man. Hard <laughs> man. The priest believes that Egypt survived these disasters when almost no one else did because Egypt received very little, if any, rain. Instead, they received annual floods from the Nile River, which raised enough to provide them, but not enough to destroy their worlds. Some places are too wet, some are too dry, but Egypt is just right. It is it the Goldilocks area, yeah. Yeah. It's essentially saying that, like, the Egypts were a civilization that didn't get sunken into the water or have the effects of drought or volcanoes or things that would essentially devastate their entire culture and population that they slowly declined. And we really don't know other than what uh, scholars have said and what are mostly guesses of how Egypt did fall, but essentially that we don't really... We have enough evidence to prove that Egypt existed, that it was uh, a civilization beyond its times, that uh, technologically they might have been more advanced than even we are, but we don't even understand to this point. But with when it comes to Atlantis and Lemuria and stuff like that, we can't really tell or do any tracking of what they are or where, how they got there or anything because there's no evidence. That's how I thought that they put it. Right, I mean... Looking at Egypt on a world map, I mean, it's somewhere that you would think would have gotten, like, flooded to a point of destruction. Yeah. It, just through, you know, daily weather changes, and what, or not, you know, yearly weather changes and what have you, but... Because it's right there on the fucking water. Yeah, it is weird. It's strange. So this was a strange, yeah. strange, uh, strange episode. A lot of confusing shit, even for myself that has studied, looked into this for a long time. But I wanted to get down Lemuria, Atlantis, to dive into other subjects and get people to understand that how the levels, how how deep this shit goes. It does get confusing. Like my brain kind of hurts right now from trying to understand and picture what is really going on. I, I would say, you know, for as as far as like actually trying to prove that Atlantis exists for sure that that's when you start getting in a weird really confusing gray territory but taking Atlantis uh in the way that Plato meant it which is just you know a tale of morality and human nature th- yeah. that that still rings true in a lot of ways today you know and, and I think I think that's really the biggest takeaway from Atlantis besides you know being a a billionaire that gets to oh, I'm going to set out on a hunt for Atlantis and we're going <laughs> to find it. But in reality, I'm just going to bankrupt myself and alienate everyone that I know about. Exactly. And let's take uh, to end this. Uh, we'll show the stuff first and then I will read and we'll put some fun music behind this. I'll do a message coming from the Federation of Lemuria. So oh, yes, this, we all need this in our this lives. This was a crazy episode, like these two series that we've done. Lemuria was confusing, and I felt like this was more confusing, but I understood it in the, the terms of the reptilians maybe create humans, and they started wars with each other, and then wars between the humans. And essentially, it's this whole thing that I keep saying of divide and conquer. And now if you mm-hmm. convince someone that someone else is different, you can get them to fight each other for as long as the... As long as you want, if you understand how psychologically humans work. Yeah, perpetuate the differences and then just set them at each other. Yeah, buy some merch, motherfuckers. www.strangerpodcast.com You can find everything there.
All right, share your shit, motherfucker, and then I'll... All right, I'm over on uh, the Instagram. It is a HP Shovecraft, you know, and uh, <laughs> streaming streaming some uh, some good shit over on my Twitch. Um, Sundays have been streaming some D&D, and Thursdays is always uh, Bloodthirsty Thursdays. Yes, I really want to get, play get into Daylight. Friday 13th. So this message is coming from the Federation of the Lemurians. Everybody you open your heart chakra. Open your heart chakra. Receive this message. Receive this message. You are mutated into limited consciousness. Beings and your cluster of realities was also affected. Suddenly a new paradigm was adopted. That favored lack limitation, power, and division. You lost your connection to your history and to your sacred set of beliefs, which the Anunnaki and the carefully chosen minions replaced with new concepts. As a result, they ruled you as gods and goddesses. They brainwashed you to believe that you were creators, that the past wonders of Lemuria and Atlantis were myths. The order... They ordered the minions to institute writings as an agent uh, in their own glorification. These acts are recorded in ancient tablets of Samaria, in the slates of ancient India, and in the carvings found throughout Europe, Australia, and Asia, and the Americas. Now your consciousness expands more quickly. You are coming to see that these tales that they thought were elaborate fiction are completely true. Da, 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 da. Now you are open and have received the message. You are one of us. <laughs> You've joined 